night we went to the theater and we have a little uh you know remote episode we're at the bar we just left the theater we just got hot toddies we're slurping them right now wow you can really hear that it picks up on the mic for sure <laughs> gotta love that yeah. Hey guys, welcome. It's another episode of Art and Labor, That's your right. number one podcast for the uh, scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. Like and Woo! subscribe for more of, we're going to gossip about Woo! the elite that we know. Oh, hey, they're not, they're not there yet. They got written up in the times. They're not the times. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the play. The play is called While You Were Partying. Um, and uh, it's by... Our friend? Our friends. Our friends, yeah. Multiple friends. Multiple friends. Um, a friend of yours, a friend of mine. <laughs> they are also friends with each other. Well, yeah, well, like, we're I mean, acquainted with. We, when I saw the description for this play, I'm like, we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going. Sight unseen. Oh, immediately. Yeah. yeah, you sent it, and then I was like, <laughs> oh, don't go two weeks ago. Wait until we can all, all go. go. I was like, I was like, guys, I can't record the podcast. I gotta go to this play. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, what if we all see the play and then make a podcast? So smart. Yeah. This is this is like inside the, the actor's studio. This is like, what's the motivation? That's right. You're getting that too for free. That's right. It's um the inside. <laughs> inside. Yes. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah. Yeah. I like we're on one field recorder, and I'm just kind of pointing. <laughs> Yeah, inquisitively. You probably want to weigh in on this hot topic. <laughs> We're giving away trade secrets. Uh, well, I had a, I, I I had a lovely time watching a a, a play and thinking about it. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, afterwards. A lot. But yeah, it's called it's called while you're partying, and it's of course referencing the meme, and the the meme is in the play as well. Um, it, and it's very, you know, the the characters are their real names also. Right. Yeah, uh, except for when Peter plays mom. Oh yeah, Peter plays mom. Peter, yeah, he really he actually like goes out there and embodies this completely otherworldly yeah. <laughs> vision yeah. of what a mom is and could be and has always been. It was it was pretty. It it was the ballast actually that holds the whole thing together. Otherwise. Yeah. The chaos would just like envelop. That's right. Everyone. I definitely right. wish that was my mom. Yeah. Like, so you wish your much. mom was a therapist. You wish just, your mom would hide under your bed. Just to. Uh, I wish my mom was scary. I wish my mom would touch my poop. I wish somebody would uh, have a level head and calmly check my ass crack for poop. Yeah, but also of kind of yeah. like also like will goad you into performing in front of an audience oh, until yeah. you have a mental breakdown and mm-hmm. then shit yourself. Yeah. And then will make you trust them and say like it's no you don't have to worry just show everyone in the theater that you shit yourself and then Look, no you'll one, be fine no one escapes childhood unscathed Lucia it's so, just so beautiful that the she mother never promised. like she never promised no, that people wouldn't judge no no exactly it's just that she was the steward you know like yeah. the mother is going to like be like this is what you have to do next 
Yeah. I'm not telling. I'm not protecting you or anything. I'm just moving the plot along. Well, that's why I think the mother. The mother was also like a therapist character and just kind of overall represented authority. Oh, I know. Which is whatever. always so funny. Why is the mother always like the authority in these like psychoanalytical things yeah. when like they're everyone Dads is are way scarier. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's. Hey, what about all, all the men in government and you know, yeah, all the ones who are running all the businesses and stuff? They seem a little more authoritarian. But it's not a mommy thing. my crazy bitch of a wife, I swear. Yeah, honestly, I'm only doing genocide because my wife didn't make the pancakes the right way. Mm -hmm. And I had to go out with my girlfriend after. Yeah. (laughs) My God. Um, So yeah, the play was very much about um, uh, the ordinary American man. The ordinary American man. Something we all can relate to. Something we've been forced to relate to over and over well, again. Well, they do say ordinary American very specifically. They don't say man. And that comes into play because of the second half of the play where there's like, oh, we're kind of jumping ahead. Should we just like tell we it? We should unfold it yeah. a little more. Okay. We're teasing it out, everybody. Hope you got into the, into the little uh, leaks there. Spoiler warning. You know, the play streamed <laughs> on Twitch a couple days ago. Nice. Really? Yeah. That's so meta. Very meta. I'm yeah. into that. I think I think it huh. really is an interesting aspect of the, the play. I think this is a play that would very much lend itself to being streamed on Twitch. Yeah. Um, it's about... It might, it might even be better to maybe. not be near it. Oh yeah, we sat in the front and center. Very true. And it was uh, it was, it was very high octane. But it, it, we followed. I was like looking at you guys, like, are you ready? Can we do? This? Yeah, I was laughing, but it was kind of like, oh no, I'm I'm laughing because I'm so nervous. Yeah. It's so much energy. I should have given you guys one more chance to be like, we can go in the back. We can go in the back. Yeah. I yeah. But I was I knew what I was getting into. I think. The, I was asking. Yeah, you, Sarah was like, I don't want to be talked to. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think... Yeah, anything goes. This is a wild crowd. Well, my dad wanted to go to the comedy cellar once. And oh my God. like a fucking rube, uh, they were like, do you guys want to sit in the front row? This is back when I had green hair. And we were like, yeah, okay. Oh, oh no. And then, yeah, they, I was such a fucking idiot. I didn't know. Of course, they just... I also had the experience of going to the comedy cellar with my high school boyfriend and his dad, and we were roasted for. They were like, "What? What's with? What's with you freaks? What's with you freaks?" And we're like, "We're dating." They're like, "What?" Oh no, you gave them information. That's your first mistake. Right? Yeah, I think they went a little easy on us because, because we were like, "Yeah, no, we're just a a dad and a daughter, hanging out." Yeah. Yeah. And we love so the fuck. Well, we're like, are you guys dating? Oh, like, God. Oh, yeah, I knew it. It's always, I, I get so annoyed by, like, the way that everyone, everyone has these go-to things that's like, all right, time to talk about sex now. And it's really always, like, kind of miserable. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, what if sex is, like, really miserable and horrible? Uh, by the way, uh, people aren't having enough of it. Go out and have more. <laughs> You just brought your date out. Gen X is losing their virginity later and later. <laughs> Damn, Gen that? X hasn't lost their virginity yet. Yeah, they're like 40 in there still. How these yeah, fucking they're... Zoomers get here? Oh my god. Do, do any of them have belly buttons? 
<laughs> no, it's all the baby boomers having them really late in life. And, oh, true. And they're yeah, they have congenital diseases or whatever. Yeah, they're doing all that hormone therapy to have twins, and yeah. then like one of them's just <laughs> always got to be evil. God bless them. God bless them. The Zoomers, we love them. We all know. Well, the the best. Uh, that's why you wanted you want it like my parents, Gen X nerds, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. were reading uh, Elfquest in 1978 <laughs> natural aphrodisiac folks the, we have yeah. to go back we have to go <laughs> we this, have to go this back this is what they took this from is, you this is yeah. why venom 2 was um, the the message of um, hot topic couples um, are really cool and right. you should just be an insane role playing hot yeah. topic couple yeah. yeah it's very pro humanity yeah it is it's like <laughs> hey you're a little bit wild you're a little bit fun but at the end of the day you're buying goods for your house so that you can like bake with your favorite Marvel characters and that's beautiful See, and you have a little child and they'll also like Marvel or whatever yeah and there's hope for yeah. the future that way <laughs> Uh, this play was not about that. This was about a this was about a a girl who goes home, sees a guy who's depressed. He tried to kill himself, but then he was like, "Look, I made a video game of you." And then she was all like, "Hey, fuck you! I, I hate you. you! I'm throwing my beer at you." And then well, she was to, like, "I'm sorry." To to make a um, to vi- make a write... video game model of someone you haven't spoken to in like ten years after the last real interaction you had was like trying to yeah it was it was so fucked but anyway so so you know and then he was like yeah i made a thing of you and she's like fuck you i hate you and then she was like you know what actually i'm sorry and want to get deeply involved in you and whatever you're about so she wrote about him having a suicide but made it funny and then we watched that and then and then it was a mom and a kid and the kid was like oh i'm having i want to have a suicide because things are so crazy and then and then the mom was like, I'll be there for you. And okay, then, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right there. Whatever you decide is, I'll be, whatever your decision is, I'll be right there for you, baby. She just wants him to be happy. Yeah, I just does. want you to be and then, the, and then the guy showed, and then the guy showed off his mod, and it was of the girl, and then, and then he said some things as but the girl. But it's not him showing off the mod. He dies, is, and then is being controlled yeah. Did he by die? Julie. Yes. Yeah. When how did he die though? The whole thing was that he didn't he die. He hung himself. He hung himself is what's implied. In no, but that's just in the story that she writes about his suicide. He doesn't actually die. She just Dude, writes a story about him dying. That's, this is I of the Beholder. No, but that's that's what the that's what they agreed to though because the whole thing after they're talking in the basement is oh okay so I will write a play about your suicide and make it funny so that you're not mad at me anymore and that's what she wrote but he didn't really die that was just what she wrote for him to be not mad anymore so why is it out of the realm of possibility that she fictionalized his story and he does die in it well then none of these people are real and this is all just a play. That's correct, <laughs> buddy. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I agree. Gold star for Lucia in the meta-analysis we, worksheet. We, we made it. We oh, made God. It. I hate Looks meta-analysis like so it. much. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a like, Brecht play. Everything is Breckian. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. What if there's, like, some Artaud shit, like, theater of violence, like, you know, yeah. like, this is human excrement yeah. at its finest, you know? Maybe Maybe that's thrown in. I don't like that. For me, that was like...
like that is that the poop was the same question I had during Annette, which did they really need to be singing the whole time? Yeah, I, I think that's did they fair. Really need, did mm. they really I need think the that's poop? fair. I think I just want to support artists in their vision. <laughs> I know, think I'm just very like the poop was like a very visceral feeling. Actually, I was like, wow, he just really digging some fingers into his ass and pulling out some poop. And I I thought about it like, yeah. you know. If you're going to set the scene with a few pieces of paper, you may as well... Right. I loved the paper. <laughs> the paper was... I loved the having the, the script. I loved, like, the whole, like, preamble. Do a lap. Yeah. Ugh. I loved... I, I, lo- I, I love theater games. I love theater. I love theater. I love the theater. Look at the way that they treat the paper, you know? One of the characters <laughs> is crumpling the paper. One of the characters is not crumpling the Correct. paper. And you just get these insights into psychology <laughs> when you right. see these yeah, extremely that's... simple gestures. That's acting, baby. They're making a world for you to step into. You think, you ever <laughs> met someone who crumples paper? Fucking lunatics. Every one of them. There's so many, but there was, okay, 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 okay. But there was so many, like, really good choices. There was so many really good choices uh, about the paper. I loved it. I I was getting so into the paper. Um, I was too, yeah. Yeah. Pro paper. Yeah. I loved how simple Love that everything character was. Of paper. Yeah. The character of paper in the play. Loved it. <laughs> the, yeah, A plus with that paper. A plus with also, like, getting so intense that your face gets red as you're oh crunching the paper. Well, so that was where I, I think I started to understand because up until the action really gets going, you're kind of like, ooh, it's pretty cringe. And then it's like, oh, we got you because it's about what if we took all the power of a horrible theater kid and condensed it into a bomb and then wrote a play about it. And I was like, all right, okay. And I was telling, I was telling Lucian, okay, right, right after it, it reminded me of uh, the, the Haunting of Bly Manor, which features uh, child actors and their solution to the problem of child actors, which is that child actors are always freaky and weird, is they're like, what if we had some kids, but they were basically theater kids and they were just really annoying. In the world. In they're, the world. They're, yeah. they're doing theater inside the theater. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that movie Synecdoche, New York. You know what I mean? It's like yes, the dude. play is inside the play. Yes, and, then, and, then you, and then you try to make another play, but then you just make a big warehouse and so many people are playing you that you don't even know who you are anymore. What are you going to do and now? And then we're at, um, uh, what's the fucking... I forgot what it was called. So this is not joke. It's not going to work. The like immersive play where everyone's running around. Oh, oh sleep, sleep no more. Sleep no more. <laughs> I wanted to say faith no more, and I'm like, I'm going to say faith no more. Wait, well, yeah, I never saw. Band. Did you either of you ever see it? No. Sleep no more. No. Me neither. I went to sleep no more on mushrooms. Fuck yeah, dude. Only. It rocked. Because I was a, like, I, I was... didn't tell my friends either. Oh, dude. I was just like, <laughs> something for me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Lucia's night out. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Like, I went out to a bar and then someone was like, hey, do you want exactly enough mushrooms just to get you high for some reason? And I was like, I don't know when I'm going to need these. (laughs) Just keep it in your wallet. (laughs) Fair enough. In the line, I'm just like sneaking it quietly into my mouth. And my friends are like, woo, we're going in. Oh, but I was going to say, this is really, the the, like kind of, topic of incels is very ripe for theater kids because they're like because they're like oh don't worry I I hear it (laughs) Um, it's very very ripe for theater kids because they're like 
they're cut, like cut from the same cloth. Cut from the, they're, or they're like Suburban wait. Americans. They're like Suburban wait, wait. Americans. That yeah. bitch mm-hmm. is getting more attention than me. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna yes. fucking. Yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna make a statement right and as now. As somebody who's been both, no. Mad respect. I, 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 I like. We, it sounds like we're. I don't know if it sounds like we're haters. I love the theater. Legit, I love the theater. I have mixed feelings because I used to date uh, someone who was getting an MFA in theater at Columbia, no less. Okay, no, thank you. And they, I, I actually would see plays at the theater. We just. I think I went to this theater, if I'm not... But, I mean, you know, all the little black boxes are very similar, but I'm like, I feel like I've been here. But, yeah, it was really really a weird relationship because he had to... He wanted me to pretend to be other people, and then he would also go places and pretend to be other people. And then he would write plays with... I was a character in his place, and he killed me in his play. So now I'm like, oh, that's cool. There's like still this tradition of killing people in in your media when you have feelings for them. (laughs) I think theater kids are like, what if incels just got really into theater, and then they could just like act out their shit instead of like maybe hurting people or themselves? Maybe that's like where the, the like sort of empathy for this archetype comes in. Sorry, we're like already like back to. <laughs> we're, we're analyzing. Where were we in the play? We were. Oh, we got up to the part. All right, so um, the guy he's piloting an avatar of the girl who says that she's writing a, a story about his suicide, and then he's addressing the audience, but through her avatar and having a discussion about the tight muscles in her pelvis that do not allow her to perform intercourse. I can't help it. My pussy's so tiny. You guys. That was uh, supposed to be a joke and nobody laughed, I, I feel like. And I felt bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just kind of hard to get it's, people to laugh when it's yeah. like a subtle thing about, you know, it was like, oh, and then guys ask me if I'm getting, if I've ever been raped and I felt yeah. bad and I was like, oh, I get this like very internet. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've definitely read that or seen that. The, the, pers- the, the personal essay that like, per- that was very like, huge on like that like Gawker or like Jezebel or like I don't know um, um, Mary Sue what's the what's the one that that stupid little landlord bitch did bitch I think it was just called bitch <laughs> <laughs> bitch mag uh, yeah. like Lena Dunham yeah it's yeah. all this like confessional <laughs> culture rookie mag rookie, rookie mag, mag that's yeah. what I was thinking of but bitch is a different one bitch. yeah rookie <laughs> mag was the classic like Petra Collins joint oh. Yeah, little landlord bitch. I don't care. Oh my god. I don't know if it was her or Tabby. Tabby Garrison. Tavi. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Tavi. I remember like um like my my freshman year of college was when she started to kind of hit it big and like being like fuck this 12-year-old's like got it together and I don't and ugh. and um then seeing her on the new gossip girl I was like, "Oh, Oh, she sucks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all a she, media game. She fucking sounds and looks older than me. Like <laughs> It's all a media game. They're yeah, not real. Like, I mean, it's it, okay. Yeah, it's sort of like I don't know. Well, all right, so we get up to the point yeah. where uh so he's piloting the lady. The lady's like, "Oh, my pussy's so tight." And then she's like, "Ah, oh, I've never been raped." And that makes me feel sad, but then I have a little thing that I like to say. 
and it's the whole tie-in of the show and it's that I, no one has ever hurt more than me. I hurt the most ever and this is something you can tell yourself too. It's a little prayer that I wrote. I feel like we shouldn't gloss over the, what precedes yeah. that yeah. because the part before that is when Wait, she... Wait, wasn't that the rape part? No, no, no. Well, I mean, yes, but there's a part in between, in between oh, where she asks everyone in the audience yeah. to breathe in and think about somebody in your life who you could help. Who no, that you couldn't help. That you couldn't help? I thought that's it was... Oh, that's, I couldn't tell what, the, what it was either could or couldn't, I, and then I was yeah. like, I don't care. Well, I <laughs> thought it was somebody you, in your life who, who needs help that you could help. That's oh, what I, I, I heard. I heard somebody in your life who's in an immense amount of pain and you can't do anything about it. I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I just heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. Theater I'm outnumbered subjective. here. We need to get, we need to get Brian on the pod. We need to get, yeah. Tell us what that one word is because it's the most important word in the play. I don't want to make fun of somebody's like chronic, chronic muscle pain. I'll just say that. I mean, that. yeah, it's that's not very so, real. Yeah. Like, like it's super real. It fucks with has... your life. Going on and off medications because they make one or the other thing worse that's that's terrible and real so it's not it's not just guys i can't i can't reach the top of the cabinets you know no, <laughs> no it's, it's more just, like yeah. it's not about like somebody's actual pain it's just about like encountering characters that are describing pain to you and then having a natural reflex of being like i can't actually engage with this because it's so abrupt to be hearing this information and it's kind of like when people just post about it it's yeah. the same feeling it's like okay you're like a million miles away i don't know what you're even really telling me like i have to shut down now because this is just how i live <laughs> yeah because otherwise it is really really hard to function and you get that sort of like schizophrenia of online where you're just like holy shit yeah what if everything online is real then you have to like lose your mind all the time because right. it's so bad everything's so insane and then it's like or you can just turn away and be like well i'm having a hot toddy with my friends i mean well that's why i think it's it it it, it, it could be like yeah i think we need to figure out like what was what was that message before she does her own prayer because first she calls while you were partying a prayer that the friend who was suicidal and that okay so part of the setup that we glossed over i think it's good to have a, a short <laughs> synopsis and then yes. go back into it a little bit yeah um so part of part of what we glossed over was like it was set in modern day it was set in like um like julia one of the characters who is also the writer named julia playing yeah. herself yeah. sort of so we don't know what's real and what's not um lots of layers, lots of layers. um she says that she lost her job and lost her apartment um in, in the pandemic and like uh what like May. Hey, guy got a car baby in yeah. wall street <laughs> yeah. um yeah so she says that she lost her job lost her apartment in, in covid time and had to move back in with her parents um, slightly outside the city. And she's back, Relatable. you know. It, it, it is really, a lot of people did that. A lot of people did exactly that, um, p particularly in this city, um, where people don't know their fucking rights and didn't want to withhold rent and didn't want to do any of that. Sorry. Well, but everybody also <laughs> just was like, this, 
literally is the end of the world and I have to get out of the city because all of the supply chains are going to immediately break down and then I'm going to have to go like right. you know fend for myself but my first stop I'm going to see my parents and then I'm going to get them I'm going to put them in a wagon I'm going to go out wow. go out to the prepper you know mode I mean? yeah people like took prepper mode as far as they could I think cuz they were like fuck I lost everything at the same time yeah let's go yeah i i yeah okay well she's back at her parents house and then like this th- i really related to like being sat down by one of your parents and being like Remember, do you remember? Do you remember so and so from your high school? Do you remember so and so from? You know, he used to babysit you. You remember so, so, like all this? This happens to me anytime. Really? This happens to me anytime I oh I see my parents, my parents are for an extended so amount of time. So disconnected from anything that was happening in my life. They don't like honest, honest to God. My well, mom's your probably... parents were nerds, and my parents are like dumbass socialites <laughs> who like gossip in everyone's fucking business and shit. I don't think that my dad knew my my friends' names. Until like... that's how it should be, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Was... Damn. But I I don't know. Maybe you've encountered it at least once before when your parents were like, "Do you remember?" Literally, never? literally never, Jeez. never. Okay. Never. They were basically I. Well, I described myself as like I was like my parents' outdoor cat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of like nice. come by, be like. Oh, how'd oh. you get that scratch? Jeez. Oh, okay. We'll see you later. Sir is here. <laughs> Can you pour her some kibble? Hey, I saw the I saw the bowls empty. I'll just fill it up. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah. Well, to each you, to each their you own. You could relate highly to. I that definitely did. And... I definitely related really highly to like your parents. You're you're at home and your parents are like. Like, here, I'm catching you up on the town's news. <laughs> oh. And here's a lot of things that are happening. My mom likes to do that, too. I kind of love it, because I'm like, wait, who? Yeah, yeah. yeah I never remember. <laughs> yeah, just like, you remember these people? I'm like, no. I remember, like, a huge blackness across that span yeah, of that's time. Right, that's right. And that's right. pretty much it. <laughs> that's how I feel, too. I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ, can you not tell me? Boyd. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, like some of them, some of them, some of them do hit. I think like some of them like hit hard for them, and they just like want somebody to yeah. tell about it. And like uh, that's fine. You can tell me. I, I'm not. It's fine. Yeah. But no judgment. And some some of them criticism. once yeah some of them they they do hit like so like like they'll do they've done the one to me where they're like you remember so and so used to babysit. Wow, check out this article. They fucking died. They fell off the, oh. the fucking Broadway Junction. Uh, and <laughs> like the third rail, just fried like an egg. Yeah, like... Wow. like Yeah, seriously. And, and That's like the stuff of theater, though, too. I feel like theater really, li- like, thrives in those moments, like, a, like an Edward Albee play or something, where it's like, uh-oh, everybody's sitting at dinner, and then somebody says a thing. Some, oh, no. Uh-oh, the bad thing happened outside. What, how are your feelings going to show? Oh, my God. But but very, like, I don't know. If it was, like, also, like, I don't know, like, my... I remember one time coming back from college and being like, yeah, you remember your, like, insane ex and his insane cousin? Like, they both overdosed, oh. and, like, the, the cousin died. And... Oh Shit. And like now you just have to sit with that, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fucking uh, peace out. Uh, just gonna. Oh, I'm just not... gonna go to my room and listen to the cram- cranberries with the lights off. Yeah, that's right. That's, right. that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's right. I'm fine, mom. Also, I'm gonna just scratch one name off of my hit list. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kiss two fingers and put them up to the sky. Yeah. 
Uh, she didn't deserve it. He did. No, he. Oh. No, he. They're. They're both. I rest in peace, both of them. Uh, they're. I'm sure they're fine. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Like yeah, but that. I don't know. That's what it, it invoked for me was like that. That shit of like, yeah. Maybe you should involve yourself in this. Right. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you're home. You've got nothing to do. Why don't you go and perform missionary work? Because we're a neighborhood, okay? <laughs> yeah, maybe if this was your problem, this wouldn't have fucking happened. Yeah! <laughs> like, it's the underlying... Oh my god. Yeah. I know, it's like, you, you shouldn't take it that way, but I feel like that's kind of... Like, that's kind of how I interpreted part of the play, was, was like, maybe there's somebody in your life who you know is, like, constantly, like, calling for help and is really fucked up and you feel like you have the capacity to talk to them. I don't know, maybe there's some, maybe you could tell them how to uh, get into the theater and work out your problems through role play instead oh, of, yeah. um, uh through actually killing people or whatever. oh my god I love it I love that yeah cause it's like oh this here's this writer and it's like oh well what can writing actually do because the whole thing is like oh okay well you know this whole really intense uh like uh this interaction between these two people who really don't even know each other but are like forced together happens and then it's all this like heightened emotion that's like well if you write something like you know maybe that will fix and it's like no writing things no. what does writing things do Nothing. they really don't well that is I think there's something really interesting in the political theater theater epic theater that the that as a topic is something I've been really interested in lately um and I wonder, yeah, I, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's an interesting thing to think about. I wonder if, if, if this is grounded in some of those practices and, like, what does that mean? And, yeah, I do think we really need to get clarity on that line because it would, like, tell us a lot about, like, the orientation of the play a, a little bit more. Yeah, but I like the I like the thread that you're pulling out there though, because I think there there's so much like open ended stuff that initially I was kind of just like having a like a trauma response to just like loud noises and like trigger phrases, which usually like table uh, banging is not good. Yeah, <laughs> table banging's bad. Yeah, like yeah, I I was having like a lot of like mom and dad moments yeah. when I was watching that, and I was like, oh god, oh my god, mom and dad, mom and dad, and then laughing because you know it's always like something fucked up happens and you just laugh. Yep. And yeah. that and that so I was kind of like kind of processing that for a little but now I'm like oh yeah there's this stuff like tying these moments together that's like all these really like extreme emotional outbursts but then there's also this like thread about performance and about writing and about like oh, okay so you're on the edge let's like put you out on a stage and then like tip you into suicide and but what if somebody writes about that moment for you does that absolve you or does that heal you or does that just sort of amplify she it? wants to be a weapon of healing is it possible oh no is it possible to be a weapon of healing no that's an oxymoron i think so too <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i i think like oh shit 
Mm, I mean, I appreciate that, like, I think I've said this in several iterations and in the conversation that we've had off mic, but the, like, or kind of on mic, the problem of, of actors, of acting being done by actors and about the personality types that are attracted to theater and theater kids as being like such an actual small, small individual kind of person and not indicative of the average American whatsoever. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. to, <laughs> well, that, yeah. I'm gonna embody the average man. <laughs> right, yeah, and it's like, no. Um. But here's what I, I appreciate <laughs> and, about Brian Fittiman's work. Yeah. He does embody the average man. The average American man. Oh, I mean, yeah, as a table banging dude, but the yeah. but I think it's like it is a specific type of a uh, theater man, and especially what? like comedy theater man. And um, I mean, it's yeah, it's the same kind of root trauma as regular regular people, but it's it's expressed right. in this way. And a lot of times, when a lot of times people try to hide that in their work as as theater artists or as or as writers or any of I that. I think it's not subtext is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It is text. Yeah. yeah. And I liked that they're like it was it was just balls in. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is the like let's actually just push exactly who I am and what I am to the most logical extreme. Um, yeah, I mean it not to say that's not still a character, but it's like they they use their real names, you know, that like there's something to like well there just wasn't like an attempt at at retaining any dignity word in a way that a lot of people try to act like they're doing raw real theater or whatever and this was actually like oh no the the kind of like the average american male anger is just this really fucking pathetic like whiny you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) well if I mean, go see the show if you want. Um, but I, I compared it to the video of uh, a kid. He's like, he's he's got his pants on, but he's like basically sticking a remote up his ass because he's like really mad and he doesn't know that his webcam is on. And so everybody online can also see him. So he was tortured. He was like 15. He <laughs> was tortured online for years. It's bad, but that is it's like, like the um, you know the girl. Um, what was her name like? Lonely Girl 15. Lonely Girl 15. Or, well, (laughs) which girl was the boxy? Was the the girl who was tortured online? She was like, you know, raccoon hair, scene girl. And, um,. Her her dad was like, I'm gonna fight you, Internet. Oh, no, that was Jesse. That was Jesse something. Jesse something. Jesus Christ! Yeah. It's almost like if you just have a really dramatic time online or something, you become like a cult figure. Well, yeah. I mean, it the the term excuse you, Lucia, is called lol cow. <laughs> oh, God. oh no, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. I don't. I, look, hey it's, guys, it's hey everybody, don't go on me online because I'll never Nobody fucking see it. Nobody would dare. <laughs> Like, everybody, that's the thing. Me and Sarah joke because it's the stupidest possible shit to, like, know and remember. Um, Nobody would dare. Oh, my God. Am I not? Everybody will just be more endeared to you. Just know I'm not from around here. No, you are from around here. Like, because you understand the... You're from reality. It's fine. Like... It's fine. It's. I do it's feel fine. like Stupid. I'm watching people just like melting in front of me, and I like sometimes I'm holding people by the shoulders and shaking them, and then they just are like l- turning into liquid and just just 
running through my fingers and I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what you're talking about and maybe I'm crazy. What is this? <laughs> I mean, that's it's just like this like intense like trauma responses that people go through in public to like vast amounts of, of public ridicule and they, it ruins their whole life or, or whatever. But like, it's not... It's not because the the play isn't even necessarily about that. Like he he's not like a streamer. He's not like a he's he's very he seems he's he's mad at his group of online friends. But it seems like it's just like a a small group of online friends that play Call of Duty together. Yeah. And he, yeah, his his take is is more like oh, I'm not even gonna participate because you don't have the same values. I'm not gonna like troll you or anything. I'm just I'm leaving. <laughs> he didn't all the way leaving in a hang myself way yeah. I'm out of here extremely prima donna dramatic yes yeah exactly. yes. <laughs> um and then yeah I, and that's why it's like let's take the show on the road yes. get yeah. in, let's get in the van let's go like yeah. you know <laughs> is that like okay is there cause there's like this obviously they're like critiquing this sort of like subset of the internet that's like really about trauma and like publicizing it but is it sort of just a sport like at this point do you, you know do because i think that there's always like when i was in school i mean it was different but we still were all pretty much online but it was like still it was like first wave online or whatever millennials just being like whatever whatever then these girls would just be like Oh my god, I took a butcher knife and I put it on my neck because my mom won't let me fuck my boyfriend after school. And I'm like, okay, why do I know that's about right, that? That's right, that's right. Well, as she should. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm like, is all of this, I'm not, I, I get that it's like extremely painful when you're horny, like, not to fuck, and that's really sad and, and harmful. But, like, maybe she's, like, doing that because there's nothing else to do. That's right. Get a library card, kids. Get a fucking library card. That's right. Yeah, I mean, like, to sound like the most boomer person ever, get a library card sounds good. Having fun isn't hard when you have a library card. I will say. Oh they even God. have computers there, and you can check your email. Oh, shit. You can, uh, you can work at the library. Like, I had to do when I was 14. I worked at the library three days a week after school. Oh, that's such a cool job. It was a great I job. I, I, I go... I go back and forth on it where I'm like, you know, my parents obviously didn't have, like, they were like, if you're not good at sports, you're just going to have to work or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'll work. And, and so I worked at the library and I worked as a babysitter, like, every day after school. Dude, beats the fuck out of working as a pancake waitress. Yeah. That, Gotta yeah. say. Wait, waitressing sucks and yeah, food service sucks. as, like, a teenager because everyone is just, like, you have to, because you wake up, like, at the crack of dawn anyway and then you just like have just like the shittiest time and then people are like oh hey uh, I dropped some change on the ground you can have it as a tip if you do it in front of me and it's like dude you're a pedophile yeah like, you're just yeah. dealing with pedophiles yeah. who are eating pancakes it's disgusting <laughs> no totally and like I, I I had like a long leash because like I was like making my own money so I would then like spend it on Metro North tickets and go to the city when I was a teenager and like get fucking like I don't know I was just like I I just like but it was like it's weird at the same time because like it's like yeah I mean I would what I think I would prefer for children instead of like having to work when they're 14 which I think it does help to have a a job and to have like stuff to do but 
I think children should just like have more stuff, like more like music venues, more like after school Public programs. Public spaces just don't exist anymore. Yeah, that's, like I that's, mean that's problem number one. There's nowhere <laughs> to go if yeah. you're a teen where you're not gonna get yelled. Or it's at. like things yeah. like shouldn't cost prohibitively cost right. so much money. Like it should, like you know, I wanted to do all these art classes and it's like we can't we can maybe do one. Like every and that's like every once in a while, but it's like if I had my way, instead of like having to make my own money, I I would have wanted like like more. I would have wanted to just go to more art classes after school or something like that, like a place where I could go and just like read and make stuff. Like go, I would like to go to the library to hang out, not work there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it. Yeah, it's, I like that idea that this you know, solution is really just bringing more things into the public sphere where you can meet people and not, like, like, the cost of congregating is not prohibitive. Yeah. So it was the same kind of thing, like, when I, when I was in high school, it was, everything was, I, I was in a really rural place, so everyone was, like, at least half an hour away from anyone you would maybe want to hang out with, and then we would go to each other's houses, and it was, like, Okay, everything is closed and nothing. We can't. We can go to the woods, or or we can, can stay go home to the and diner, which is twenty four hours. Oh yeah, we have some money. The second the, we could, the parking yeah. lot, yeah, the Walmart parking lot. Walmart yeah, parking we would. Lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. We, yeah. We well, we would like make up games though. I just feel like there is still like a way to take capitalism in a healthy manner, like. We just got like um. We would get cameras. Like this was disposable camera era. For all, everyone who's a child that doesn't have this joy of, like, not knowing what the photo looks like that you just took. Yeah, um, yeah you had to, like, wait. <laughs> and having to select very yeah. carefully. So we would go to, like, a Walmart and we would get a disposable camera and then we would just try on as many things as we could or, like, make as many photos in the Walmart as we could before we would get caught or, like, kicked out or something. And then we would, like, go to another Walmart and develop the photos. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's a good game. That's a good fun. game. Like, I'm just, like, go have fun, you know? The world's fucked up, but you can just go have fun with your friends. <laughs> yeah, but having fun with your friends in, in modern world is playing Call of Duty online, and you never meet them, and you're never in the same room, and you're just, like, you know, you're just building, on the internet. Building that fort. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're at night. Yeah, and your 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 mom makes you cinnamon rolls and like takes care of you, and uh, you don't even have to do anything for yourself. And like, I don't like like. <laughs> it's so weird. It's 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 really strange. Like I, I, think I, people should just embrace that as being like a positive thing that you want to do. Like if you want to be in a room, in your parents house and you want to like play call of duty just be like happy about it that's that's hikiko mori <laughs> culture yeah that's hikiko mori when it's not necessary oh, i thought that there was kind of like an incel thing going on with hikiko mori though too it where started. they were like i uh, think i think it's also an asexual culture i think it's also a like i'm choosing yeah. like and yeah. like i'm fine never like I'm fine. I'm fine with my waifus. I don't need yeah. a flesh woman or like yeah. I, you know, like literally, like yeah. or like I'm fine. I'm fine. Like just with the like. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine, guys. I love not having connections in physical but space. Something, something like 
to try to convince yourself of that, I think, drives you insane. Yes. Right. I don't think it's ever really yeah. possible to be that a lone wolf all the fucking time. I don't think we'll oh, yeah. that. And, and that's why lone wolf is such a misnomer in general, because wolves aren't ever really alone either. Bruh. <laughs> Unless they are also skull guys who feel like these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's its own type of hikikomori. <laughs> but like, a, a, like hype, hype beast dudes and anime people are merging, and it is really yeah. interesting. I will say. <laughs> well, it's because like the the anime guy thinks a hype beast is it's the only person who thinks a hype beast is cool. That's right. And literally, and, yeah. that's it. Yeah, they're like, yo, you dress just like slash fa. I, when I was in Japan, there's this store called Substore, and they rock. I highly recommend. Um, they're so cool. They're, um, they're they uh, are like half. Like one of the owners is originally from Malaysia, and then his wife is Japanese, and and it's called Substore, and the logo looks like the Sub Pop logo, and and you go in, and it's like a record store and like a bar with some food, and um, he co- he literally collects homies. Oh my god. From the vending machines. Homies. Like, and I'm just like, I'm in Japan looking at somebody's collection of homies. (laughs) And I'm like, this rocks. (laughs) I love culture. I love cultural exchange. Um, I love, like, seeing the the dumbass stuff from the, like, Goodwill vending machine miles away. So that's, like, something, like, your relationships there are facilitated by the internet, right? So there's, like, something going on where you're like, yeah, okay, I had to work, I had to do things, and then I'm also online all the time, but then I have all these cool relationships, and I get to travel, I get to have, like, a fulfilling life. I'm like, what? So, like, there's a choice then, kind of, because, you know... They could have, they could have you know, instead of um, constantly bullying me in high school, they could have been a weird art kid themselves. Right. Yeah. They they could have joined our little breakfast club in the morning, and and fucking yeah. uh, made out with your lesbian partner in the hallway and get in trouble by the principal. Exactly. They could have dyed their hair green and fucking yeah. got a piercing. And if they didn't have money to dye their hair green, or their parents would have like beat them up or something, and have been like, you could just stay at my house and just do it, and I'll help you get the dye. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. there's like choices. You just you look at the art kids and you think, oh, well, fuck those queers. And then you go in your basement and turn into a psycho. Like, that was your choice, man. You were one step away from having a cool time. <laughs> you could just be gay. That's, like, uh-huh. always, like, yeah. that's what I always come back to, too, Lucia. Like, when we, whenever we talk yeah. about, like, internet culture stuff, whenever, like, in that, that, that famous tweet about, like, something awful, guys. The, the, seriously, that tweet, the, I that always come back to this tweet, and I should remember... The evil, neutral, and good endings. Evil, oh, neutral, yeah. and good endings of something awful. Evil people. evil is that you uh, become a Nazi, neutral is you write for Vice, and good is that you are trans. Yeah. yeah. It's the three results. Those are the three yeah. results. Yeah. Just come to the good side. Yeah, yeah and, and I think being trans can extend to um, weird theater kids, um... Uh, hot topic roleplay couples. Yeah, like be um, fluid and go and explore something <laughs> that makes you feel more like yourself instead of being like, oh, love, just pretending to be something on a screen. Having an unhealthy relationship with these avatars that are also yeah. like an interface trying to 
just siphon money out of you or siphon speculation out of you. Yeah. So it's like while you were partying, that's, that's the next line of the poem. Yeah. It, poem. I call it a poem. She called it a prayer. It's a meme. It's beautiful. Also, <laughs> is while you were partying, I was studying, studying the blade. While you were having premarital, premarital sex, sex yeah. I was learning the blockchain. I was learning the but blockchain. That, but, like, I honestly... Tell me if I'm wrong here, but the blockchain did not exist when that meme first came out. I thought they were literally talking about another weapon. No, well, they it added, did. They added more to it. I remember there was, like, a first iteration that was just oh, studying the right. blade. You're right. And then they added more, yeah. Oh, I thought that it, it, the meme transformed. I think over time, right. yeah, right. a co- like a good copy pasta. Yeah, yeah. expanded. Because I remember the first like, oh, I was studying the blade. Was like, actually, that's from something though. What is it from? I don't know. We could get we could go all internet archaeologist and really figure this out. Yeah, right. Um, I was studying the blade. Is from something. I mean, that's the thing. If we go to, like, the fucking Know Your Meme website, they're not always reliable either, so we might need to, like, really research this. Um, but I don't know. I, um, I support... That was... It's saying that... I feel like Know Your Meme is incredibly wrong on shit all the time, because it's saying that it first showed up on 2016. It absolutely was around before that. Yeah. You know, like, this was extremely pre Trump. Um, it was absolutely oh pre Trump, but, but the, I the, the blockchain was not. This little cat as one of the first ones. Oh my god. It's just a little baby cat. Yeah. While you were doing drugs, I studied the blade. While you were engaged pre sex, I practiced the blade. Oh, yeah, it was just the blade. Yeah, it blade. was just the blade. Uh, I remember right. this was right. an original yeah. one, and it didn't have the blockchain. You're right. Or anything. Yeah, the demons, yes. Yeah. Or I studied the blade, yes. Meow, yeah. Meow IRL user. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, we, the preferred term is AFK. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally right, and maybe it was a YM, YTMND or some shit, and that maybe. YTMND was definitely pre-blockchain. Well, I mean, I don't know how. Whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> culture, folks, it keeps coming back around. Ugh. Just participate in your local theater. It's just <laughs> seen. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I love the. I love the. The, the I love that there were like several layers of like technology happening that like when she gives the spiel at the beginning it's like a recording from her phone and like oh yeah and like you can't tell like are they just like playing it from the speaker or is it actually recording the and phone and then you find and out you, that yeah it is just recording from the phone but it was really cool too the way the preamble worked because she was like sitting next to a recording of herself and then the recording was like, oh, I want to put this out because I usually tend to, like, embellish certain things or, like, I'll downplay other things and just... So here's, like, a, a record of it, the angriest I've ever been. Yeah. It's like... I was kind of expecting the anger... You know, when she's like, this is the angriest I've ever been, I was like, I was expecting a different kind of arc when she said that. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, the anger comes and then there's like a reason or something or... No, the real, the most anger you ever have, you literally, you do literally black out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is some, it, there, there is like a lot of gendered aspects to the play that like we don't see her get angry. We only see him get angry. And yeah. And we... 
you know, the she never she never has real agency. You hardly see her. Really. She's hardly in the like. She's hardly in the play. So is an avatar or like silent. Like, she doesn't have lines. Yeah. She doesn't actually have lines. It's it's played from her phone, and then it's like her quote unquote like yeah. controlling automaton avatar Brian controlling autonomon autonomon yeah. a- avatar yeah. on the television. That they bring out a fucking tele- the CRT yeah. and plug it in, and like he literally presses the button to blink her, to blink her, and, yeah. and make her mouth move, yeah. and like, which is really stuff. yeah, which is like a very weird, yeah, the gendered thing of that like okay, why like it, I guess it's not necessarily oh why does that why is this one person saying sexual things about themselves as like a cringe moment, but why is it always like this? Why is it so relatable? <laughs> Why is it always like a, a woman like no? I remember because I remember like I'd have friends who were like moderating these dating pages and stuff that were like this like super awkward online forums that just like people would be putting stuff out there, but she would always write really explicit things about like her sex life and stuff, and just like this is just what I did. That's like my role is to say like stuff about. My. Hey, if you want to get tinfoil hat about it, this is how they teach creative writing in school in 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 right. American yeah. MFA BFA yeah, you program. You go into your your personal experience, and then you in the very, Iowa Writers oh yeah. Program, yeah, and the CIA that. is like, "Yeah, girl, talk about your pussy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the CIA is making you do that. The, well. There's a, there's a certain amount of influence there that trickles down into the culture. And we know that, like, American culture has a very, like, individualistic streak that they want yeah. to emphasize and that they want... And that, that you get a lot of funding for emphasizing. Um, and so I, I can appreciate that, like, you know, that that is, like, tempered by all these meta layers of, like... Who's really fucking talking? Who's really fucking talking right now? Maybe it is the CIA. That's why it's such a good play! (laughs) Fuck! It's complicated and it's uncomfortable, but it's good. That's right. I I loved it. I really, I really loved it. I, I, I had a great time. Um... Uh, there's another aspect to it that we I don't think we touched on that it, it streamed on Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> you mentioned that. Yeah, I want to read the chat. I want to oh, read. I want to yeah. read the chat. I like so bad. Wow, they, they should, should make a zine. Yes, that's yeah. so. I wonder if they're. We should message. Like a pamphlet. Publish the yeah. chat. Publish the chat. <laughs> Publish the fucking chat. Oh yeah. Text him right now. I will, I will, I'll text Yeah, we also want to say this play was um, written up by the New York Times, and I didn't read that review. Oh yeah, what did you think of the New York Times review, Sarah? Well, I mean, it's, it would be hard to just explain what the play is, as you've probably guessed from listening to this, but um, I just thought it was very funny where, uh, I, I don't know who wrote it, but it seemed like they were just largely mystified had never seen anything like this and they wrote at the end they were like this is basic oh it's the freaking weird but i uh, I can't stop thinking about it it's so weird uh these guys are so strange (laughs) it came from a meme (laughs) like all the news that's fit to print baby who does that 
You think the New York Times knows what beast mode is? No! <laughs> I actually was wondering, you know there's that, that Twitter account that's like whenever the first instance of a of new word shows up yes, in the time. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I wonder if you can do that for phrases because 100% while I was studying. I studying, think they have phrases sometimes yeah. on that account. That's yeah, definitely so while, while you were partying, I studied the blade <laughs> is the first. That's a first for the New York Times to print if it was in the print. <laughs> But, uh, so there you have it. Um, this is groundbreaking theater, and um, the all the all the news that's fit to print has called it weird. So check it out on Twitch yeah. if you can again, uh, or you know support um, art and labor on Patreon because we have uh, once again far better better analysis oh than the New York Times. Um, hundred percent. Um, they don't they don't know shit about. <laughs> Contemporary culture. I don't really know if it, anyone besides you is is like qualified to review this play. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you were looking at not, the only not, person not capable. Just okay. Yeah. yeah. I should. I, I. I was actually thinking like I think in addition to this episode I will write a proper review. You should. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. Yeah. I mean it goes along with a lot of the work that you've been doing too really about like does. these. Yeah. Like extremely specific, like masculinity online, like melting into itself, just and yeah. Can we even talk about the trans vibes? <laughs> Embodying another person yeah. opposite fellas, gender, fellas, pretty like pretty that? trans <laughs> to play as a girl avatar. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like damn. Dude, oh my god, that's uh, so embarrassed right now. Oh my god, what would you do if you knew? What would you do? It's a thing. Yeah, theater. Theater, gender, gender is theater. We, it's all good. We're figuring it out. And, yeah. um, we did it. Yeah, we did it. Uh, you can't see the play because it's sold out, but hopefully... But it'll be online. Wouldn't that be fucking spooky? <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, let's have fun out there, I guess. Yeah, let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun, lots of fun. <laughs>